And now, talking some high school football from around Marshall County, conversations from around the SEC, and everything in between. You're locked into the Three and Out pregame show with Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Let's get right into it. Coming at you now. Hey, welcome in, everybody. It's the Three and Out pregame show. It's good to have you back for another week. I'm Joe Cagle with Zach Ross. John Davis Rawlings. The Guntersville Wildcats are 1-0 after a victory at Southside last week, 21-7 win. You know, anytime you can go to Southside and win, it's it's a it's a good trip. It's a tough place to play usually. Very weird game, um, to be honest with you. I thought it, you know, obviously it started quick for Guntersville. Southside fumbled that opening kickoff. Guntersville uh, scored. Then I think Southside's next possession – they had the punt that went for three yards. Guntersville fumbled on that drive, but then ended up getting the ball back after another kickoff fumble by Southside. So, and then Brandon Fusell had the pick six in the first uh, first few minutes of the first quarter, and then there was no point scored again by Guntersville. So, kind of a weird game, I thought. It was a weird game. Great atmosphere. That the field <clears throat> there is like you, when you go there, it's a it's a Southside's typically a six A school down to five A now, right? Uh, but um, the the stadium is almost like a two A school. It's like an old. You're right on top of the action. It was and it was packed. I like remember there it was being that way. No yeah. room to move. That was the atmosphere deserving of a first game of the season. But uh, but you're right. The the big the difference was the first quarter. I mean, obviously the uh, the Wildcats really controlled um, the line of scrimmage in that first quarter. They were able to run the ball well. The defense has all the makings of, you know, a elite yeah, look good. Coach Reese defense that, you know, they're going to be hard to score on. To me, what kind of kept it from being a blowout was that the Wildcats couldn't get their passing offense, their passing game going. The They the, they weren't clicking on the throws. You know, Fusell, these guys got some separation they got behind, and Spurgeon was just a little bit off. But that's correctable. You know, you, you get that timing down. Um, it's just first game kind of thing. So, um, but but I, I thought the defense was very impressive. And I know it was 21-7, but really, for me, it was more of a shutout, really. I mean, I, I, I you know, the, the fumble and all that that led to it, uh, I, I feel like the, the defense deserved a, what we call a clean sheet in soccer, but a shutout. Yeah, and Coach Reese was high on them, too, after the game. The I, Southside didn't score until the end of the right, right game. I almost much. thought that the, the way the game started almost kind of threw them off in a way. Oh, it did. I mean, that, that's a weird way to start a game. Yeah, it, it it is, but, I mean, I want to give props to the student section. Yeah. When I was in high school, we didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, not a, not for an away game, for sure. And if, it, if we did, it was for county. See, schools. See, my my good old days at Arab, we went to every game, and if you remember, back, a lot of losses, Joe. A lot of losses. <laughs> we all just <laughs> go and just losses. just like saying like, hey, Dude, we, we may win go, this one. We, we would go. We would show up before the game at like four or five on campus at another place. We'd be grilling. We'd have TVs out. <laughs> People would be like, at least people thought we were good because of all of us tailgating. It's all about the experience. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time regardless. But but you're right. Student section traveled really well. Uh, that's great to see because it's not that short of a trip to Southside. So that was good to see. Um, yeah, I thought Spurgeon and, and Coach Reese talks about this later on in the show, on the uh, Coach Reese show, um, just a little bit off on some of his throws. He, but but what Coach Reese said and what I what I noticed too was he was going to the right receivers. Um, he wasn't letting the rush dictate a bad throw. Right. So it was either an overthrow. Right. Or it was a completion. Right. Which you'll take exactly over uh, over interception. Well, you know, and he's been quarterback for two right. weeks exactly against a live defense. <laughs> so I think once he gets in the swing of things, it'll be a completely different for sure. Yeah, area. I think so too. Uh, I thought. CJ looked good running the ball. Um, Julian's got a lot of potential. Uh, I think uh, I think they're talking about working with him on using his explosive run ability and not trying to find something else. You know what I mean? Because the offensive line is good. I think it's it's one of those things. 
young running back, it's you, you just got to figure out how to trust your offensive line. He, he's got the look. He like does. when he when he gets the ball, when he hits the hole, when he when he when he takes those first couple steps, he's got the shiftiness. He's got his head up, looking. He's got all the makings. He's just a sophomore. He's got all the makings of a potential next level kind of player for sure um and uh yeah i think for me it's just the run game would have been even more established if the passing game would have been better i, I mean you could see it Southside started really bringing mm-hmm. numbers in the box they started kind of playing press on the outside kind of daring the wildcats to throw it down the field and we just couldn't connect but a, as the season goes on i think we'll connect on those passes and, and yeah establish uh, that passing game your boy diego yeah, perfect, huh? Three for three. Three for three. You know, <laughs> it, it's a lot of people like may criticize the kickoffs because he's putting them out of bounds sometimes, but they're coached. They are, they're and they coached. have been. They have been now yeah. since I've covered yeah. Guntersville so for seven years now. They, Coach they, Reese, that's where he wants kickoffs placed, is in that corner. Make the receiver decide, do I catch it, do I let it roll? Right. And sometimes Coach Reese will be down there trying to get him to call a fair catch. Right. <laughs> Well, it, Which it, is it, always funny. It, it's, it, yeah, it's like always to our sideline, yeah, basically. Always. And then right there at that 10, 15-yard line. And that's it, very tough to do, especially like Diego's used to kicking a, a round ball. Yeah. And that, that ball doesn't doesn't come off the foot like a well, football does. Coach Reese talked about that. that he talked about in the, in the offseason how they were working on how to kick a football. He's obviously picked it up well. Right. Yeah. He, he's got the power. It's, it's, good to, it's good to see his accuracy and, and hitting those extra points because that's what – you know, when you play a team like Arab, you play potentially Douglas. You get in the playoffs. You got to have those extra points. Mm-hmm. You got to have, you know, you got to have the ability to make a twenty-five, thirty-five yard field goal, mm-hmm. which um, is not something that's easy to do. No, no. not in high school ball. No. You don't see it. No, and you, really uh, don't. Uh, you know, it's it's so different to kicking the ball uh, as for a field goal kicker if he's a soccer player because he's it's almost like a free kick in mm-hmm. soccer except you've got people immediately running at you yeah. when the ball sets down. And in soccer, you don't have that. They have to stay 10 yards away before you kick it. He did a good job, so, for sure. Although yeah. special teams as a whole did a good job. Yeah, it's always a always a point of emphasis, and you've always got to have good special teams. I think, are we to the point where we can just assume going into a game that Brandon Fusell is going to do something to change the outcome Anytime of the game? Anytime he's on the court or a field, he's mm-hmm. going to do something. He had the pick six in the first quarter. Then he pretty much had the interception that sealed the game. Right. Uh, so I think we're all to the point where it's like, all right, what's Brandon going to do tonight? <laughs> um, that guy definitely shows up on everybody's film. Tonight, Lawrence County, the Red Devils, coming into Gunnersville. They knocked off Danville last week. Uh, coach Trent Walker is the head coach now at Lawrence County. He's got some Gunnersville ties. His first coaching job was in 2007 with Coach Reese. Spoke very, very, very highly of Coach Reese. Has a lot of respect for Coach Reese. We uh, we'll talk to Coach Walker later in the show. Um, Lawrence County 0 and 10 last year. He's already improved the program from last year. <laughs> They're 1 and 0. <laughs> With all due respect to him, I'm glad it's not the Fife Red Devils that were playing right. this week, exactly. and it's the Lawrence County Red Devils. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but it's been since 2001 since these two teams have played. Wow. I believe. And uh, Gunnersville won that game back then. So, good to see an old opponent back on the schedule. Good to see a coach who is familiar with Gunnersville back in Gunnersville. Looking forward to tonight's game. And, of course, if the Wildcats win tonight, Coach Reese is at the 100-win mark, which is incredible, impressive and incredible and any other word you want to put on it. Yeah, so uh, they've played three times in the past, mm-hmm. the Gunnersville and Lawrence County. Two, Gunnersville's two and one against Lawrence County, uh, two of them, 2000-2001 split mm-hmm. in those two years. The The first game between the two schools was in 1921, which was a 26-0 victory Nice by the, uh, for the Wildcats. So three times in the history. So it's good to have Lawrence County in tonight. Uh, throughout the show tonight, we're going to talk some SEC football. We are going to talk about Coach Reese and some of our favorite games over his uh, awesome career at Gunnersville. And obviously it's not done yet, but – it is a milestone victory tonight if the Gunnersville Wildcats can knock off Lawrence County. So stick around. This is the 3 and Out pregame show, and we'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. 
But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents, Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Marshall County Gas District works diligently to keep our customers top priority from providing reliable natural gas service to a variety of free convenient bill pay options. You can pay online at marshallcountygas.com or call 877-852-8477. There are no fees to utilize either service. We are here for you operating normal business hours of Monday through Friday, 7.30 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Go Wildcats from the Marshall County Gas District. Hey folks, Mark Bricky, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're Sand Mountain's only Toyota certified pre-owned dealer. That means every Toyota certified vehicle goes through a rigorous 160-point inspection by our award-winning service department. A 12-month bumper-to-bumper warranty, a 100,000-mile powertrain warranty with roadside assistance. So when you buy from Sand Mountain Toyota, you're buying with confidence. Visit us online at sandmountaintoyota.com or Highway 431, Albertville. At Sand Mountain Toyota, we're more than a dealership. Everyone's banking needs are different, but what's important to you may vary from close friends or even family members. That's why at Citizens Bank and Trust, we don't just talk about personal banking. It's a commitment we practice every day. You know your needs, and we know how to listen. That's a combination for great banking you don't find just anywhere. Find it at Citizens Bank and Trust, the small bank making a big difference, one customer at a time. Member FDIC. The Electric Board of Gunnersville works hard to provide reliable electric service to our residential, commercial, and industrial customers. Please visit our website at gunnersvilleelectric.com for a variety of convenient bill pay options and let TVA's Energy Right Solutions help guide you on smarter options about the ways you use energy as well as tips on how to save money. Go Wildcats! From everyone at the Electric Board of Gunnersville. In the state of Alabama, the most anticipated time of year is college football season. It's Bama-Auburn. Auburn-Bama. It's on everyone's mind. At Bubba's 2, we're stocked with awesome men's collegiate game day gear and apparel. And it's 20% off. So roll tide, war eagle, and go Wildcats from Bubba's 2. Lake Gunnersville's fine apparel and formal wear store for men and youth. Bubba's 2, definitely not just another men's store. Cromama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cromama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cromama's, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in three and out pregame show. A little Pearl Jam to bring us back in from break. I've never seen Pearl Jam. I want to see them. Um, oh yeah, that'd be a great show. There's, he knows a big music guy, Coach Reese. Really? Big music We guy. should get Blake to pay for us to go to that concert. Right. We're using it as bumper music, so <laughs> yeah. we should just make sense. Blake didn't laugh all that, all that hard at that. Um, yeah, Coach Reese, big music guy. I did not we've know talked, that. We've talked oh. music a lot in okay. the past. Yeah, yeah, he's a... You know, you mentioned Brandon a little bit ago. What's yeah. he going to do tonight? Right. Every time I hear about Coach Reese, it's some other fact. Like yeah. That. He's a big music <laughs> guy. He yeah. is. You he know? really is. Loves Chris Stapleton. We've okay. talked... Well, yeah. 
But I mean, uh, he doesn't love Chris. Coach Davis, Reese man. goes to concerts when he can. I think it's awesome. Okay, cool. I'd like to go to a concert, Coach Reese. I don't think he wants to see Joe in concert mode. I'm going to see Kings of Leon here in a few weeks. Ooh, Maybe I'll take him with us. That'll be awesome. And Jason Isbell. There you go. Yeah, take him with you. All right. <laughs> well, uh, praise everything that is holy. College football starts tomorrow. So excited. And I know it's week zero. And I know we don't have a ton of great games. But you do have Nebraska and Northwestern in Ireland. That's and, pretty cool. And you have Vanderbilt going to Hawaii. Vandy. We're making a prediction on that game before yeah, before this show is sure. out. Vanderbilt, I will, Hawaii. I will predict this. If Vandy doesn't beat Hawaii, Elon might be their only win next week. <laughs> I'm ser- I mean. You said Timmy Chang is uh, Timmy Hawaii's Chang. coach. Timmy Chang is the head coach. And if you don't remember, Timmy Chang threw for 20 million yards. Well, that was, he was back in Hawaii when, back in the early 2000s. I know you can't have more than five receivers, but yeah. sometimes it seemed like Hawaii had like eight or nine but, receivers on any given. But point. in the early 2000s, I remember that that was like must see TV. Oh, totally. So we, I would stay up to like 10 p.m. just to watch Hawaii because they would. Throw, I've never seen anybody throw the ball that much. So, and that's still how they run their offense now. So, but uh, so we've got a bunch of different um, talking points. We're gonna get dive into the SEC here. First, I want to talk about. How we see the East, the Eastern Division of the SEC shaping up. Um, East winner, Zach Ross, who do you think? Oh, man, I'm, I'm going to get a lot of flack uh, um, for this pick. You, the and easy, I, you and I both. The easy pick yeah, is, yeah, sorry, the sorry. Easy pick is uh, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really feel like it's going to be Tennessee's year. I feel like they have the best quarterback in the East. Um, obviously, Kentucky's – guy has a has a uh, you know claim to that as well but I think Tennessee had Tennessee played Alabama so well last year um, had a few key mistakes they've 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 got the Crimson Tide at home this year um, you know they they've shown that they have the ability to beat Georgia even when they're not as good as Georgia mm-hmm. you know uh, when back when Butch was the coach uh, Tennessee's going to be my my shocking East winner John Davis and before all of these people listening Get on me about copying Zach. It's just because I get to go first. We have discussed this through our group text for the last week. I got Tennessee, too. I'm going to go with the easy pick and say Georgia. I will say this, though. Georgia, to me, is one of those teams where they could lose three games this year. They really could. Uh, The offense is not stellar by any means. Their best weapon is in Tuscaloosa now. Uh, The defense will be good, but – my God, last year that was an NFL defense. Last year they're all they are all starting at an NFL team this year. Nine of them are going to be on the on the field playing NFL football this year. So you can't you can't duplicate that. I to me, it's going to be if it's not Georgia, it'll be Kentucky. I, th- I think I think Mark Stoops has finally got the program to a point where they're physical enough on the lines lines of scrimmage. I like Will Levis. Um, they scared Georgia last year yeah. in between the hedges. Uh, I just I, I just like Mark Stoops. Big – so much respect for Mark Stoops. Point is, is it's wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got three teams really there that could that could win it. Um, what Georgia's going to find out is what Alabama fans have found out for the past 15 years. It is very difficult, even when you recruit very, very well, to, to replace so many stars yeah. the next season – and also deal with one of your coordinators that's been there a while going on to uh, uh, a head coaching job. Their defense coordinator is now the Oregon mm-hmm. head coach. Dan and they, mm-hmm. they're playing Oregon in the very first game, too. Yeah, yeah. That. That's going to be a good one. That's Now, that's next week. Uh, let's go to the West. Do we, Bama. Do we have any? Bama. Yeah. I mean. Next question. If A&M had a quarterback, I, I feel like they could be a lot scarier. They really don't have a guy, to me, that can win 10, 11, 12 games. I feel like they're going to be 8-4, and 9-3. and three. Um, You know, LSU, new coach, yeah. new system. I mean, co- completely new coach. You go from Ed Orgeron to Brian Kelly. I don't <laughs> think there's polar – you know, no. <laughs> culture. I mean, bigger whole, polar opposites. The entire program. Uh, and then you, you know, you got Auburn that's coming off a bad season. They're just trying to, you know, shake what's happened in the off season mm-hmm. and all that, and uh, trying to reestablish themselves. Arkansas might yeah. be the second best team in in the West. Uh, I think so. 
I think they are. Oh, let's piggyback on that. Biggest surprise team. No pun intended. Not. Oh yeah, nice. <laughs> not uh, <laughs> not west or east. Just SEC wide. Biggest surprise team. South Carolina. I, I tend to agree with that. My brother-in-law would absolutely agree with you. His girlfriend's a South Carolina fan. It almost seems like he's one now too. And so all I'm hearing, but is, I'm not talking about nine and three. Sure, you know, I'm talking eight and four. Yeah, he is seven and five. Oh, he went. Weren't they seven and five Beaver last went year? Seven and five last year. He's got a better quarterback this year. I think the de- he's got two guys on that defense that are probably going to be playing in the NFL. I think they will be eight and four um, uh, or nine and three. I think nine and three is a possibility. Yeah, um, they're not my surprise. I, I guess my surprise team was going to be Kentucky. I don't really know if you can call them a surprise team. I guess if I'm picking Tennessee to win the East for the first time in 20 years, pretty, they're probably my surprise, surprise team. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I would say South Carolina mm-hmm. gets Georgia at home at 11 a.m. Yeah. Oh, don't what, you? What's the don't date? You preempt on that? my upset. I've not the date on that. I'm not. Is it's it in September? September 17th. That is. I heard get, that's one of um, the hottest places in the world. They get. They get <laughs> t- Texas A&M at home. Yep. Okay. They get Tennessee at home. Dang, who made the schedule? Let's go, Greg. Sankey. I mean, they got. Uh, and so, it, did you see the video? It was I, I was scrolling through TikTok because you know I'm trying to be with the younger crowd and right. figure out what how, you know. Right. And uh, scrolling through TikTok, and one of them popped up. They have the new lights that. Oh yes, we've all got to have inner, the lights. Dude, now. Inner Sandman. They've got those lights. Oh yeah, yeah. Tuned up with it, and it is the. It's gonna have that place jumping. Yeah, we've all got to have the lights now. So. Biggest upset, mm-hmm. John Davis already kind of talked about it, and uh, um, he's—I hope he's not trying to steal my I'm thunder not. here. The you uh, call you called that one um, a week ago. Yeah, man. week three. Uh, South Carolina has a has a history of beating Georgia in early oh, yeah. games, early kickoffs. They beat them between the hedges a few years back in a massive upset, crazy kicking game stuff. You know that happened in that game, and I'm going South Carolina at home. Against Georgia, it's already set. 11 a.m. kickoff. God, it's gonna be Those hot. Bulldogs better get a good night's sleep Friday <laughs> night because I'm, I've been to Columbia. I've been in williams Bryce. It is the loudest stadium I've ever been into. I've been all I've over the SEC. williams Bryce, it, it, they've got – it's amazing because they've really not had much to cheer for mm-hmm. other than a few years with, like, Steven Garcia and people like that. They, they don't have – but their fans come out – and it is loud. And when they play that twenty thousand leagues under the sea or whatever, and they that when they come out, the yeah. Dun, oh, yeah, dun, it is going to be electric. And if they can get on them early, Spencer Rattler t- tossing the ball around, Shane Beamer is going to be dancing and running and you know doing his thing on the sideline. I could see it happening. And boy, you want to talk about sending Georgia into panic mode? Mm-hmm. They lose that early, and then they then they got it. They look down their schedule and they see Tennessee, Kentucky. You know these schools, yeah. Uh-oh. You know they may be losing it this year. So, but if Georgia can weather that storm, you know they could potentially be twelve and zero for yeah. sure. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to finish up this conversation, and then we're going to talk more about Gunnersville Lawrence County tonight. Y'all stick around with us. We'll be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! Whitaker Towing Services has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. 
As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811, and if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them, Wildcats, from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency would like to thank the community for their continued support and wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Lake Gunnersville Insurance is a local, independent agency committed to the principles of service, integrity, and professionalism, and they make getting insurance simple. Reach them at 582-4039 or drop by their office located on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Loveless Street. Best of luck tonight from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. It's football time in Alabama. Our students are learning big American lessons. You can start with your God-given talents and through practice, hard work, and sacrifice, you have the ability to become champions. This is Congressman Robert Adderholt. May God bless all of our students representing our high schools during this season, and may God bless the United States of America. I'm Robert Adderholt, and I approve this message. Paid for by Adderholt for Congress. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus, car washes, laundromats, and storage units. Want to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season? Stop by any of our laundromats, car washes, boat and RV storages, or storage facilities in Boaz, Aberville, New Hope, and Gunnersville. Don't forget to bring your laundry for drop-off, wash, and fold service at either one of our locations in Finley Plaza or on the corner of Blunt Avenue and Highway 227 for $1.25 a pound. We wish all the student-athletes all the best tonight. Go Wildcats! Through three generations, C.A. Langford Company has provided North Alabama with the highest quality products since its beginnings in 1956. C.A. Langford Quarry has a wide variety of products to help serve the needs of commercial and residential areas alike. From regraveling the driveway to repaving highways and everything in between, they have what you need. Locally headquartered on Warrington Road in Gunnersville, Scott and all the employees of C.A. Langford wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 wants to wish the Wildcats a great 2022 season. Downtown 412 is Gunnerville's premier sports bar, always providing a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. Make it your spot this fall for you and your friends to enjoy football on their many big screen televisions. And remember to follow their Facebook page to stay up to date on daily specials and live music scheduling. Go Wildcats! From the staff at Downtown 412 in Gunnersville. Now back to the three and out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. I'm joined now by Lawrence County head coach Trent Walker. Coach, appreciate you joining us today. Um, now tell us, you're in your second season at uh, Lawrence County. What is uh, what's been the biggest difference uh, between year one and year two? I think buy-in. I think uh, I got job in April of my first year and really thought that would be enough time before an August September you know, football season but uh, as I learned you hear all the time it just takes time to kind of put your culture and your imprint on a team and a program and I think that was the biggest thing I learned is that it just took a full calendar year a uh, complete off season uh, our off season ran well and in the interim between the previous coach and me getting there it's just simply you know there wasn't that captain of the ship and I think um, being boots on the ground for the entire calendar year just helped the kids understand the expect expectations they also got to see a different version of me not only the in-season coach but also the off-season coach where things aren't as urgent as they were in season so i think that created more buy-in um, in terms of that and player-led just i think our guys were you know upset disappointed with this previous season uh sending those seniors out with, with no wins and so they committed to trust in the plan we always talk about you know our jobs are plan the work their jobs are work the plan i think they bought into that took some self ownership of that and just the energy um, the genuineness with, that we play the game with right now just feels so much different on our sidelines so we're hoping to continue to carry that throughout this season we know there's going to be some adversity at times this season we've had six good quarters but uh, we know those there'll come some that, that are harder and so we want to make sure we, we have that team chemistry through those uh, as well as in the good times so that's what we're talking about here this week you're pretty familiar with this Gunnersville program. Um, I know back in 2007 you were actually on the staff. 
Talk a little bit about your relationship with Coach Reese because I know he says uh, you guys stay in touch a pretty good bit. Yeah, Coach Reese is my he's my number one mentor in, in coaching. He uh, Coach Isom and he took me in as a volunteer assistant back in 2007 when I was leaving the Air Force Academy uh, that I'd gone to out of high school. I was really thinking that, that my heart's passion uh, was coaching, and so they gave me a chance to not only be on staff, but he, he found ways to. Uh, let me take you know punt block team or work with this kicker and it just found little roles on the team that now being a high school head coach I actually understand how important it yeah. was just to have a human uh, doing those and I hope I did uh, a good job for them in those roles but again sometimes you know you just you work with somebody a year and that's the last time you ever hear from them but Coach Reese uh, was diligent throughout my entire career I can't think of probably a single month since 2007 we haven't touched base at some point whether it be talk or text so he you know would invite me to clinics when I was coaching at Auburn I was student assistant and graduate assistant at Auburn and they would go to Atlanta clinics and he didn't put me on the staff roster and let me come over so he's just been invested in my my career um since the beginning and never left um that investment that's just meant the world to me to have someone with a defensive background because I was I was coaching defense at that time and then also when he became a head coach to have somebody now to pick brain up you know see what he's doing his program every program is different but when you have success like he's had and the Gunnersville program's had you, you, you certainly listen and you take notes. Um, so I just appreciate his relationship and his family's relationship. My first Thanksgiving, not sitting with my family, uh, was spent at the, the Thanksgiving table with the Reese family. Uh, we were in the playoffs that year. Uh, we wanted to play North Jackson, and uh, they, they let me stay. <laughs> That's uh, really and cool. And have Thanksgiving meal. So it's been something beyond just doing a job. It's been a personal relationship we've carried a long time. That's a really cool story. Um, I appreciate you sharing that. Talking to Lawrence County head coach Trent Walker. Coach, you guys pick up a win last week against Danville, so you're one to zero on the season. Talk a little bit about this team um, and what we should expect. Yeah, we're we're young uh, in the off season. I got a lot of questions. You know, a lot of folks comment on coach. Get a lot of players coming back. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I got a freshman quarterback that'll grow up all the way to be a sophomore this year. <laughs> I got uh, freshman corners that are not going to play like sophomore corners. So we're still young, um, but our youth is kind of our energy, um, and our older guys that, that do have roles on our team. They've Embrace those. I know when I played, it was more of a young guys are seen, not heard. Even if they were helping on varsity level, but with this team and this chemistry, we're all we talk about one heartbeat. Um, so we're seeing that kind of play out in our play. We talked about the importance going into Jamboree and Danville. We needed six good quarters um, of good football to start the year, and uh, we certainly have had plenty of things early in the season to improve on. But the execution has been better than last year. Um, so we, you know, we, we, we're getting this last tune-up. We know we're playing one of the best teams and. Uh, 5A football. Uh, we're excited about the opportunity to kind of see where we are before we head in our own region play. Um, and this is a chance to kind of, I think it's interesting to see two teams that really haven't played much ever historically, don't know that much about each other historically. It's kind of a, uh, a fresh start. You know, we, we know Russellville, we know the black and gold, we know we know what the teams look like over here in the Northwest, but uh, I think it's neat to travel across the state and, and see a new place. Uh, there's not many places I told them, there's not many places you're going to play football and see the lake. Uh, <laughs> yeah. better. Uh, enjoy this this opportunity and, and getting to, you know to play a quality team, a first class team that that does it right and is that right for a long time. So we're we're excited to brush up against that greatness as we say, and I uh, hope it rubs off on on us and the rest of our season. Coach, we appreciate it. Really, really appreciate you uh, joining us, and uh, best of luck tonight. We're looking forward to it. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate what y'all doing. Welcome back in the Three and Out pregame show. That was Lawrence County head coach Trent Walker. We're gonna um, pick back up where we left off on our SEC talk before we get back into the Guntersville Lawrence County game. Um, I want to talk about we were just talking about biggest upset. Now, I'm going to preface what I'm about to say by I don't think it'll happen, but Alabama needs to watch out going to play Arkansas on the road. Fayette Nam, not an easy place to play. Uh, both teams are probably going to be undefeated going into that game. I could see College Game Day there. I love Sam Pittman. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the underrated best hires a program has made in a long time because he is perfect for that job and obviously has made them very physical. I think it's obvious that uh, teams that play Arkansas, I talked about it last year, you know, how you play Arkansas, you feel it for sure for a while. It's also the week before the A&M game. I don't think anybody needs any extra motivation for the A&M game. So there could be a possibility of Alabama maybe overlooking that because going to, going to Arkansas is not an easy place to play. So that's my potential biggest upset. It could be Alabama getting beat at Arkansas, Boy. which would actually – it's not going to knock Alabama out of anything. Right. Um, you know, if they're number one and they go to 
Arkansas get beat by number ten by three points, they're going to go to four. Right, the, and that we're still a month away from playoff ratings coming out. So, and then is Arkansas consistent enough to go undefeated? I don't. I don't no, think I don't they think so. Are, but, but I think on one day, playing well enough, inspired enough. Yes, absolutely. If that happens, I'm coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> for for like laying the groundwork, pl- playing saying. the foundation. But. I'm just saying. Uh, biggest disappointment, John Davis. Who do you think is just going to be just going to tank? A&M. Yeah, I can say that too. I hope, I hope that happens. I'm sorry. I hate to be that way. But well, Texas, a- here's, here's Texas the thing. ATM. Um, They're not th- – I'll go ahead and say <laughs> it. We're two months away. They're not going to beat Bama in, in – Tuscaloosa, they're not going to. No. That game has like all the. Ma- it's like the Lane Kiffin game last year. Yeah, it's like everybody's going to hype it up, hype it up, hype it up. I feel like Alabama is going to come out and just destroy Jimbo. Um, My biggest game. upset since I didn't get to say that. You just skipped right on over me. <laughs> sorry, you were probably shocked about Zach's upset. Oh yeah, sorry. I think going into this game, Ole Miss will have zero losses or one depending on what happens with Kentucky. Mm-hmm. They go to Baton Rouge. Oh, yeah. LSU thumps them. We must not. Okay. We must not forget about Lane Because that'll be – I mean, they'll be in the top 15. They're already in the top 25. That'll definitely night, be a – probably be a night game. Get your popcorn ready. <laughs> that'll definitely be a <laughs> what's Lane Kiffin kind of moment. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Going into Baton Rouge. Because uh, LSU is going to be talented. And I personally think it was an awesome hire. I personally think Brian Kelly's going to win a national title at LSU. What? Whoa. Whoa. He's, just, he's won everywhere hey. he's been. Whoa. I got, a stake, a, a, I got a stake bet with another friend. Can I get a, in on that stake bet? Let's do it. <laughs> Old Town Stockhouse. Are you? Boom. I want a filet. How many years are you giving him? I want to drink with it. No, I want to know. No, now you got to say how many years. The whole career. No. Listen, no. y'all, people don't win multiple national Ron Kelly titles. Kelly to win at LSU. Okay? At, Nick Saban does. Nick Saban is a freak of nature. Alabama does. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> no, Brian Kelly will win a national title. Over, o- over, if Ed over, Orgeron won one, for God's sakes, I think a good coach can. Well, every blind squirrel <laughs> finds so, a nut. So, don't you have to be nowadays, don't you have to be like top five in the recruiting to, to yeah, win a national championship. He's going to recruit top five. He's not going to recruit top five. He just I, – I disagree. I can't wait. That's a happens. long – I'm almost pulling for LSU now. That's a long-standing <laughs> stake bet. <laughs> I, I would almost, I would almost do, say he may not make it through his con, his current contract at LSU. Let's do yeah, over, over under how many years? Uh, over at least under four. So you're taking the over or the under? No, we'll go hey, over under five, and I'll say under under five. Under five, <laughs> yes. So before Done. before twenty twenty six seasons over, y'all LSU is a monster. I'll take that. Program. I'll take that bet, paying for your steak, and I'll just make you buy me a Wendy's cheeseburger. They've had two bad coaches Here, win national titles at LSU. Here's well, I mean, it's like I said, every it's a monster blind of a squirrel finds a nut. I didn't know we were going to have our worst take segment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, and I'm just kidding you, Joe. Y'all, me, y'all I'm just kidding. Stephen I'll, A. Smith over here. Hey, look, I'll tell you, that's preposterous. There, there is, he would say some other yeah. elaborate word that uh, doesn't yeah. even exist. I know. I will say, the one game that we are not used to, and by we, I mean Alabama, because I'm an alumni and been a fan since I uh, entered the world. The one game <laughs> that we're not used to is on the road at 11 a.m. Yeah. And that Texas game, Ugh. we will win the Texas game. Eleven, but it's the, it just has all the makings of not being a fun experience yes. if you're in Alabama. It's, it's going to be closer than, as hot. Lee Corso says, experts think. We're all going. It's going to be. It, we're going to be throwing stuff and be mad because we're playing like. I'm supposed to know, be watching Northwestern and Iowa at 11 a.m. and Beth mad Mowen's that Beth Mowen's doing the game. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm supposed to be doing at 11 a.m. But now we get to watch. Bama and Texas and listen to Gus Johnson. I'm actually best, excited about that. I am best. actually excited about he makes it. He makes a three-yard run yeah. sound like it's like a Hail <laughs> Mary. He's the best game. play-by-play call. I am excited about Gus. Um, let's uh, – before we go back to break, we need to – let's – that was our SEC talk, and we've got more SEC talk coming up for the whole year. But let's uh, let's get – let's shift gears again. Let's get back to Gunnersville real quick. Um, Lawrence County coming in. And obviously, if Coach Reese gets this win tonight, it will be his 100th win. And this next segment after the Coach Reese interview, we're going to talk about 
all things Coach Reese and some of our favorite victories that he's had so far. I do expect them to win tonight. But I, what we talked about earlier, you know, about Spurgeon and about Julian, I'd like to see all that kind of come to fruition tonight, maybe see uh, uh, Spurgeon tighten up some of these throws, um, see Julian not hesitate so much at the line of scrimmage. I think you're probably – Kind of looking for the same thing. Yeah, I think, I mean, uh, playing an 0-10 team from last year, I know Coach Reese, he knows Coach Walker there. He's not going to be trying to embarrass their team or program or anything like that. But I would would probably see – you'll probably see the Wildcats come out and throw the ball just a little bit more, start working on that. Not, you know, being up 35 to nothing and chunking it 50 yards downfield, but throwing those slants, those outs, rollouts, working on that passing game Mm -hmm. and the timing – and getting something more out of it than just winning the game, you know, trying to work on ourselves a little bit more. I bet you'll see that tonight. Yeah, because there's a, there's a rough stretch coming up in October. I mean, you're looking at uh, Buckhorn, Scottsboro, Arab, Boaz, all in a row. Yeah. So, it's uh, work on yourself time. Don't forget about the Douglas Eagles tonight. Douglas two Eagles, away. two weeks away. This is, my, this is for my good friend, uh, Zach Lee. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, yeah. We are two weeks away from Douglas. Yep. And we will be talking about the concession stand. Absolutely. He always has something to say. Every Absolutely. every time he listens to the show, I love it. Hey, I think he might be our number one fan. I think so. Thanks, Zach. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we're going to go to break real quick. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Reese, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the milestone that could happen tonight, which is the 100th victory for Coach Reese. So stay tuned. We will be right back. Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater represents the newest evolution in sports travel destinations, hosting events from all over the nation in our state-of-the-art facilities, located on 130 acres. But we are more than a sports facility. We are a place where sports enthusiasts, families, and the community can all come together. We aim to serve all of Sand Mountain and look forward to having the privilege of making a positive difference in the life of your child and family. To all the great student athletes on the field tonight, best of luck from the team of Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Visit sandmountainpark.com for more information. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm and Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Go Wildcats from everyone at SoCo Roofing. You can count on SoCo to always go above and beyond. We offer free inspections and one of our knowledgeable consultants will walk you through each step of the process and work hand in hand with your insurance provider. Give us a call at 256-677-9002. We were here before the storm, and we will be here after the storm. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing experts. People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of DIC and an equal housing lender. Water is a big quality of life factor in Gunnersville, and not just because of Lake Gunnersville. At the Gunnersville Water Board, we make sure every home and business can count on excellent water quality at reasonable rates. And thanks to continuous investment in the latest treatment technology, we stand ready to serve customers with unsurpassed quality of life for decades to come. For more information on the Gunnersville Water Board, including fast and easy online bill paying, please visit GunnersvilleWater.com. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2022 season. And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app, and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community. And go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. 
It's football season, and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerful Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Things can move pretty fast on a football field, but when injury stops the action, there's usually a certified athletic trainer nearby as part of the Marshall Therapy and Sports Rehab Team. From hands-on treatment to the latest technology, we support student-athletes at both practices and games. And thanks to advanced injury tracking software, quick access to prior injury records helps speed up treatment. At Marshall Therapy and Sports Rehab, it's all a part of our role as a member of the community team. Now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. Foodland congratulates Coach Reese and the Guntersville High School Wildcats. Thus far, this season has been a dandy, has it not? And we know you're going to do well tonight. Hey, folks, we'd like to remind you to shop with us this weekend for our weekly specials at Foodland. We're right across the street from the high school, and this week, Buy three six-packs of Pepsis for $10, including Mountain Dew. Foodland, bringing you the Coach Lance Reese Show. Welcome in to another week of the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, thank you so much for joining us again. Last week, big win on the road at Southside. Uh, knocked off the Panthers 21-7 to go 1-0. That's always a, a tough place to go and win, so I know you got to be happy with that. Yeah, they had a big crowd, and uh, you know there had been a lot of kind of preseason talk about them moving from 6A down to 5A. Uh, they did have a good team. We were able to jump on them early 21 to nothing, hold on for the win. But, uh, you know, as always, we've got some stuff we definitely need to improve on in, in the following week. It was sort of an odd game, um, you know, to start the season off. Obviously, Southside fumbles that opening kickoff. You guys go and score. Then they have the bad pun on the, on the second drive, which sets up another short field. Um, Talk about just those in-game uh, – it's always good to have a short field and score, but it's not necessarily part of the game plan. So talk about, you know, adjusting to the game as it happens. Uh, yeah, like you said, we had to kick off and they fumbled that opening opening kick. So uh, when you got a team down, you really need to put them away, and that's one thing I felt like we didn't do. We got up 21 to nothing and had chances in the second quarter, early in the second half, to make that, you know, a, a, maybe even a four-score lead. And offense seemed to – stopped themselves we, we did some good things but we had negative plays had penalties had turnovers that stopped us and we've got to be in order to be a good team you can't stop yourself so that's kind of been a point of the emphasis this week at practice and then you know overall I felt like we played good defense uh kind of undersized compared to last year we got some guys that really run to the football and uh their their touchdown was actually set up by we dropped a punt that gave them the ball back again so just another another area where we need to know when you're up 21 to nothing, you kind of got those punts and kickoffs that you don't know if you can handle. You need to get on them and be more aware of the of the game. But that goes back to coaching. We got to do a better job coaching to let make sure the players are aware of those situations. Lots of new players, lots of new starters on both sides of the ball. Um, just kind of talk about a handful of those guys and and who you thought kind of played well for their first time as a varsity football player. Uh, Cal Bearden. Played some last year, but didn't really start much. And he, uh, I think he led the team in tackles this week at Sam Linebacker. Nice. So um, <clears throat> that was good to see. Diego, our kicker, his first year yeah. out, <clears throat> he did a good job kicking. I think he made all of his extra points. Um, Evan Taylor and Hunter Taylor both uh, punted the ball well. You know, you're always worried about special teams early in the year. So uh, that was a concern. And then I thought Antonio didn't throw the ball quite as well as he did previous week but you can tell he's got the uh you know he, he's got the talent to be a two-way guys for a, a dual threat guy where he mm -hmm. can run the ball and throw it cj gomera first time starting he really he really runs the ball hard so we still think our offense has great potential like i said we just got to get it going and, and don't stop ourselves. uh you know in the preseason you talked about going in you know specifically on the defensive side guy like uh like an ej havis and uh and a brandon fusel who obviously made a two big plays in the game really had the pick six and then kind of yeah. the interception that kind of sealed the game um 
talk about EJ, talk about, you know, Brandon and those positions and just their first game out. Yeah, EJ, uh, is kind of, he's taken over the, the role of the signal caller, which is really important because you can call a defense, but if they come out and overload or come out in some formation you had not seen, he's got to make the quick adjustment. When they go no huddle, he's got to get us lined up. So uh, EJ's a guy that don't only he not only does that, but he also practices extremely hard, puts a lot of effort into it. So it's not hard to follow a guy like that. And then to have Fusell at safety, a four-year starter, like you said, he had a, he had a pick six. Anytime he touches the ball, he's dangerous. And then he had another interception that kind of mm-hmm. sealed the game. So having a good Mike linebacker and a good safety uh, really means a lot to the defense. Uh, Nick Carfano started for us the first time at nose, and he, re- he hadn't played football before. So to go from no football to starting on the D-line, I thought he did good. Uh, Cole Bryan's a three-year starter. He oh, yeah. played really <laughs> hard for us. So had a number of guys. You can't really play good defense when you only got one or two playing well. It takes 11, and I was proud of the overall effort of the defense. Uh, offensively in the second half, or really after the 14, you scored yeah. the 14 points and then going forward, uh, you had talked about after the game, um, you know, finishing drives. And I know there was a wet field. And we're not making excuses. But I do want to know, you know, this week of practice, has that been a point of emphasis of trying to sustain drives and have a, you know, finish <clears throat> drives? Yeah, it has. And we uh, – you know, sometimes running back, we would uh, kind of hesitate at the line of scrimmage, try to make moves before we got there. So we really want to get positive yards. Got to cut out our uh, unforced errors like penalties. We still have too many of those. So when those happen in uh, in practice, we're definitely pointing those out with great emphasis. But uh, we worked on ball security this week too. We had a chance to score early and got the ball inside their 20 and turned the ball over. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think we had a couple fumbles. Once again, that goes back to coaching. We got to do a better job of coaching ball security. So all those have been a point of emphasis this week, and hopefully we'll see it pay off on the game. Lawrence County tonight, been a long time since uh, you guys have played Lawrence County, and you're pretty familiar with the guy on the other side of the uh, on the other side of the field from you. Talk a little bit about this team. Yeah, we got Lawrence County, who they kind of struggled last year, but this year they won their jamboree and they won their first game against Danville, so they're uh, really excited about that. Coached by Trent Walker. Trent coached here in 2007, year out of state championship year, and kind of got – his coaching career going to Gunnersville, and he and I have stayed in contact uh, all those years. So uh, it's good to have him coming back in here. He's very familiar with Gunnersville, and like I said, got a good football team. Uh, they get they're getting more confidence, getting better every week. So should be a great way to kick off the uh, first official home game of the year. Yeah, for sure, and just kind of you know, like you said, first home game of the year. Um, folks need to be uh, aware that. Parking could be a little bit of an issue if you're not aware. We've got some construction going on at the high school right now, so try and get there a little bit early if you can. Tell us, too, about um, uh, tickets this year. I know you talked to Blake last week, but let's talk about it again. Yeah, they're, they're going to be available. Uh, you can, if you want to go, just buy them at the, at the game. They're available there, and then they're also available uh, digital. If you want to go online and, and, and get them digitally, you can go to the uh, high school website. They can send you a link to that, and they also put it out there on social media. But uh, – I think it's good to have. Some people are more comfortable just buying old school yeah. tickets. There's nothing wrong with that. I am. So if you want to, yeah, yeah. I, my parents are more comfortable with yeah. that too. So if you want to do that, you're you're fine. We do think we're going to have more parking available than we did for the jamboree because some of those areas that were kind of flattened, they've now put uh, put gravel out there. Oh, good but, deal. But as you mentioned, it would be good just because it is different than the years before. Get there a little early if you mm-hmm. can. You can find your parking spot and have plenty of time to get in there to the game. Coach, we appreciate it. Looking forward to tonight. All right, thank you. Those good folks at Foodland are helping us stretch our family's food budget while back-to-school specials, including G-Bone Steak, beef in family packs for only $6.99 a pound. That's just a sample of the savings. There's a buggy full of waiting us. Come shop with us, Wildcat fans. We'll review the football game. I just had a lot of good money-saving experiences buying groceries at Foodland across from the high school. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. And that was Coach Reese. Uh, he had a lot of interesting things to say about the Southside game. I think one of the one of the most interesting things to me was uh, the praise he gave the defense uh, so quickly, coming right out of the gate. And what I like about this year's defense, they're they are they're they're decent size up front, but it's it's a smaller defense than they're used to. But 
They fly around the ball. They get to the ball. It's almost like one of those Oregon defenses that you remember from back in the day. Just really fast, really quick, make plays. Um, I'm, I'm excited to watch this group this year. They, they were phenomenal. They were very physical. And, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you can't tell a lot about them really being undersized. Um, I got to shout out. You know, we talked about Cole Bryan a lot. Oh, yeah. We talked about A.J. Havis. Game. Brooks Frazier, 46, was all over, all in the backfield the mm-hmm. whole game. He was fantastic. First time Carfano right. even played football. Really? Uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, he had a great game. That Coach Reese said that's the first time he's he's out playing football. And ever? Yeah. Yeah, ever. That's amazing to a earn a game. starting spot on you that You talk defense. about a great addition to that. And I love the 3-4 this year, going back to that 3-4. It's um, what I like about Coach Reese. He's one of these. He's not a – Nuh-uh. I run a 3-5, and that's right. what we're going to run. No, Coach Reese is a – this is high school ball. Um, you adapt to what you got year to year. Yeah. And this got year, to. they're loaded at linebacker. Right. So, let's get four of them on the field. Right. And um, I think they – I think they look great on defense. Offensively, yeah, just tighten things up. They never had a sustained drive against Southside. They had two scoring drives that both started on the 20 and in. So right, it's hard to get in any kind of rhythm. Well, you, when you, you've got to be two dimensional, and we just couldn't get the passing game going. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's it, and then that affects the run game. Yep. Um, so you can't, uh, you know, gone are the days of being like Nebraska in the '90s when you could just run the ball every sure. play, and people couldn't stop it. I mean, mm-hmm. now the adjustments and everything that that defenses make, uh, if you can't pass the ball, you can't move it consistently. I, I thought there was some moments, some. Pretty nice moments in the passing game, and in fact, I even texted all you guys. Third and Kennedy. Third and Kennedy. It happened. He it it. Third. It was like third and eight. Yep. Kennedy runs some. There you go. Some slant beautiful or route, route or wide or open. Yeah, the kid can run a route. I'm telling you, he's a quarterback's best friend. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. So I think if they can mix in that with the with the rest of the offense, I think they're going to be just fine. Let's talk a little bit about Coach Reese, big time. Big time possibility tonight that he gets his 100th win as the Gunnersville head coach. That's hard to wrap your head around. I mean, there's programs I mean, this is, in the state that don't have 100 this wins. This is year <laughs> 12 for him. Yeah, 13. This is his 13th season. Somebody look yes. that up. Bean he start, no, he started in 2010. Yeah. You're right. Mm-hmm. That's hard. It is. I mean, you're talking Especially about – Especially, the you know, there was, there was a, a year he went – I think it was, what, three and eight? Yeah, they've had a few years that have not gone well. It's his 13th year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've had a few a my, few years that did not go well. You know, my dad's an accountant, and I can't mm-hmm. – but I can't get no, math I, right, no, you know. No. Well, they've been consistently a nine, ten win team. Consistently. Uh, you know. Consistently uh, winning the region. Consistent, If not winning the region, uh, finishing second. And obviously 2006 kind of gives everybody around here the, you know, the anticipation uh-huh. and the hope that we can win a state championship – but I'm telling you, when you got a program that weekend or year in year out is winning the region or at least competing to win the region, I don't think you can really ask for much than much more than that. And it's this picture of consistency. And every once in a while, there comes along a team. You know, there's been a couple teams here in this in this tenure that have been capable. They've just ran into maybe Pleasant Grove away, right. and you know, the 2020 running into teams that eventually do win the state championship. That 2020 team was something else. Uh, some of my favorite, and we're not sitting here talking about Coach Reese's career has ended. <laughs> we're just talking about right. the fact that we could be looking at a hundredth win tonight. But talking about some of our favorite wins um, in the in so far in this Coach Reese tenure, uh, that the 2017, and I believe it was 2017. Somebody checked me on this uh, Albertville game um, that was blinding fog. I thought that was a great example of. His ability to adapt mid-game, and basically that was a good Albertville team too that year. Right. And basically all Coach Reese and the staff did was just out athlete them. Right. We can't see, so let's just give the ball to Miles Williamson as much as possible and try and get out of here. And sure enough, they got what was it seven to nothing. Yes. I think that was the yeah. yeah. So what about yours? Uh, so mine, you know, when I when I think of Coach Reese, I think of defense. You know, he started, I believe, as a defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Um, and has worked his way up to head coach, you know. And uh, so I think about the 2014 Ramsey game, second round of the playoffs. Um, you know, Jordan Bentley, 
I think, carried the ball maybe 100 times in that game. <laughs> yeah. But it was a, a very good Ramsey team that was so athletic and, 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 and just tough. They weren't great offensively, um, but they had athletes. Mm-hmm. And our defense played lights out in that game. And Coach Reese had a good game plan, which was let's get the ball to our best player. Let's rely on him. And, I mean, I bet – Jordan probably took like a 24-hour ice bath after that game because yeah, uh, uh, he definitely <laughs> deserved it. But uh, that was just a game that I remember because it had Coach Reese all up. We've had great offenses, so don't get me wrong. It's not like Coach Reese doesn't doesn't have great offenses, but that was a game that I felt like because we had that defensive-minded coach, that mm-hmm. we had that great defensive mind at head coach that helped us win that game, and we relied on the run game, and uh, that was fun. Very cold. Very cold for November uh, back then. I remember that. But uh, then we ended up going and losing the next week to Pleasant Grove in the playoffs. A fantastic you? team. What about you, John Davis? Probably September 4th of 15 at Madison County. Oh, man. When Bentley went. What, he had like 600 rushing yeah. yards oh, or something? Yes. <laughs> I, I was actually doing stats for. Uh, yeah, that was my first year to cover. Yeah, Yeah. One handoff, 60 yeah. yards. It was, one of those, right. it was one of those game plans where it was like, if it ain't broke, one of those you know, the, the final score was 49-39, but, like, it didn't feel like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's yeah. so like we'd score two, they'd score a field goal. We'd score another one, then they'd score a touchdown. Yep, exactly. And we're up 21-10. Well, regardless of what happens tonight, amazing career for Lance Reese. If he gets the W, which we all expect will happen, uh, just congratulations to Coach Reese and his family sure. and, and everything that they've done for the Gunnersville football program Uh can't be uh, praised enough. So, thank you, Coach. Hope we have many, many, many wins ahead of us after 100. But uh, this has been fun today. I hope everybody's uh, getting ready to go to the game. What you got, Zach? Last thing, Hawaii Vanderbilt. Yeah. Vanderbilt, nine-point nine point, uh, favorite. Yep. Which blows, kind of blows my mind, to be honest with you. I'm taking Hawaii. Um, I, I'm going to take Hawaii because Vandy can't win at home. <laughs> Why do they think they can go? You haters. Uh, all right. <laughs> you haters. I, I'm not an SEC for all kind of guy. The boys from yeah. Nashville are going to Hawaii, and they're not coming back unless they come back with a win. All right. And, and well, it might be a win somewhere else, but it's not going to be on the football. Yeah. Are you gonna? <laughs> is everybody here going to actually stay up and watch that game? Absolutely. I'm, so, I'm craving football so much. It's like I Christmas morning tomorrow. Yep. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. This is the 3 and Out pregame show. We are about to kick it to Jeff and Greg at the stadium. Please be careful getting to the game tonight. Take care of each other and take care of yourselves. We will see y'all next week.